0: Welcome to this Friday's episode of Weekend Preview, Let's starring go. Ten, Zach, and Mason. We are super pumped to break down some football and sports last week, some football and sports this week we're going to go over. We also have our best bets and our hop on the prop. How excited are we to start this episode, guys? I've
1: never guys. been so excited Sorry, about anything think. in my entire life.
2: We're so excited we're talking over each other. That's how excited hands. we are. Well, he stole the words right out of my mouth. I've never been more excited about an episode in my whole life.
0: And why is that?
2: Because listen, before we dive into how we did last weekend, before we take yeah. a look back at everything, I just I just want to come out and say it before we look at the spreadsheet. I look at the spreadsheet every day. I've been tracking our picks. And I just have I just want to say this one thing to the fans of the Next Guy Up podcast, Best fans to the fans ever. around the country. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm extremely sorry. Mm -hmm. There is nothing I wanted more than to have an undefeated first week. That's right. Did that happen? No. No. But a lot of good good is going to come from this. Because you're not going to see a team work harder. That's right. You're not going to see some guys doing some more research Mm -hmm. than these guys right here. Yep. So I promise you we might have fallen this week. Yeah, we did. But we will rise. To the tune of minus... Almost four units if you trailed every <laughs> pick we gave out on Twitter.
1: It's actually minus five and a half.
2: Total. Oh yeah yeah no I you're know. yep, you're right. Five <laughs> and a half. Suck it. yikes. Sorry, Sorry. Nope, you're sorry. right. I forgot that Mason <laughs> Mason's was three and not two.
0: Yeah, I may have got a little excited on a certain prop that I did double the units.
2: Wait,
1: ten. finish this speech, uh, finish this. We need yeah, this Yeah, sorry,
2: speech, 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 no, power. I three. Mean, that was the speech. It's just that you're, you're. Listen, I'm, 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 I'm a high volume shooter, and for me, oh, to yeah, just yeah. be down two point nine or it's whatever it was. See what sucks is I only gave out picks I felt good about. My personal picks. Actually, I had a great weekend, so I, I'm going to just share them all. You're oh, yeah. just going to. I hope buckle up on Twitter because it's it's coming.
1: It's like saying we had a great oh. weekend practice. I don't know what happened in the game. It's so weird. Practice was exactly. great. We. We just we left it all out on the practice field. I think. I'll you
2: know, tell you what I'm staying away from is college football. College football is a monster to try and bet on. After the Tulane bad beat, after the Texas Tech bad beat, mm. uh, I mean those two come to mind immediately. I just it was it was a bad day. It was a sad day on Saturday. So <laughs> True. you're definitely. You're not going to be seeing me shooting shots like that again at college football. I'll tell you that.
0: And that bad day, sad day went into bad weekend, sad weekend for me because I had a prop that I was super excited about and Tony Pollard needed how many yards, everybody? Say it together. One. Seven and a half.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, he needed one. Yes, He was one short. He, needed
0: a, he was one yard short. And that was probably one of the baddest beats I've had in a really like long the two thousand
1: Titans team.
0: Exactly, <laughs> and short. we are just like it, and we are pushing forward. We're gonna just brush that off. Yeah, I will like to say that he had seventy yards going into like the middle of the fourth quarter, but guess what? The Giants decided not to show up. <laughs> And it was forty to zero, and they're like, "Why are we playing our starters?" And once I saw that they pulled everybody, I knew it was over with one
1: yard short. Speaking of bad so beats, tough. did you all see the um, the fantasy league where the guy needed .06 point points six. For, yeah. <laughs> from from Aaron Rodgers, and he did not get that point? That is the, that's the toughest fantasy beat I've ever seen in my life. Could you imagine?
2: Uh, well, that's ridiculous.
0: Speaking of Aaron Aaron Rodgers, but real quick, I did have a really, I had a bad beat. I was winning a game. He had no players left. I'm not making this up. I wish, I hope I can find this one day. He had no players left. This was a different fantasy league. This was when I was playing before I got in our league. I had a defense left. And I decided to keep my defense in. That's all I had left. And they had minus like five points. <laughs> and it took the lead away from me and I lost. So you can go from all you need is point six to having the lead and it being taken away from you because you left your defense in. So remember that, fantasy players. If you ever decided, you know, you got your defense there and you're feeling great, just take them out. It don't matter. Just take them out. You don't have to worry about negative
1: points. While we're at it, speaking of Aaron with Aaron Rodgers, yeah, we gave um, one one uh, devoted listener a lot of grief about their fantasy team uh, and a couple of episodes ago. uh, Said listener has said that we he will not listen anymore to this podcast until we (laughs) we take it back and apologize publicly. So here it is. Uh, He was was he the highest scorer? I think he was of the entire league in our fantasy league. Yep. That was a week sure that was. was pretty low on uh, offense in the NFL. Hard, touchdowns hard to come by week one, unless you're the Cowboys. And uh, he, Derrick Henry, Nick Nick Chubb, DK Metcalf. Uh, he they all went off. Everybody, his whole team, my team floundered. Terrible week. So shout out uh, to that to that listener out there. Uh, your team is not as bad as we all thought it was going to be. And you have a better record than I do right now. So shout out to that.
2: Hopefully, someone passes, need... no, was just someone, hopefully someone passes him the message and uh, yeah, he'll, he'll maybe join back. <laughs> <laughs> Come back
1: to the pod.
0: But uh, he didn't even need a quarterback. That's how good it is. Oh, yeah. That
1: was what I was going to say about hey, Aaron, Aaron, Rogers. Rogers, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is a starting quarterback. He didn't even play. Zero points. And he still was still the highest. beat him. What in the world is going on?
0: Wow. You know why we're going to bounce back this week? Because if you're watching us on YouTube with our thousands of other viewers that watch us, you will notice that Tinsley and myself have a new setup going on. Uh, Zach may have a new mattress on the laying on the wall. I don't know. <laughs> he may have a new setup. He's in the, in the, prog- in the no, process we're, we're of progress. We're still working it. on it,
1: you know? It's coming along.
0: But... That's why we're bouncing back, because we got this new setup going, and we're ready to crush some bets. Yeah, we are. So, We got some crazy stuff going on in the NIL situation, Zach. So, uh,
1: There has been some crazy stuff happening uh, with the NIL stuff. We talked about on our last um, Messing Our Monday episode about Joe Milton's new NIL deal with McDonald's, and uh, he has his own meal and all of that stuff. It's pretty cool. And so it got me thinking and I, and I stumbled upon this article that listed out the top NIL earning potential of college athletes. And so these are all college athletes. And it's saying right now about how much NIL money are they worth? So about what is their valuation? It has a ranking of like a top 10 or top 20. Or whatever. So I was just going to ask you guys a little trivia for the day. Um, who all do you think might show up on this list of top earning potential for the NIL? Any guesses? Tens, what do you think?
2: Um, I think I wanna start out with the old Manning boy, Arch Archie.
1: Yeah, Arch Manning. He's number four on the list, actually. Um, and this is this is all athletes across all sports. So he's number four. Uh he obviously is nephew to Peyton Manning, plays at Texas. He is he is a backup quarterback who is not who will not play a single meaningful meaningful down of football this season, probably, making uh, his valuation is set right now at $2.9 million. That is a lot of money to do. Basically nothing of value. <laughs> you could retire world. on that. He could truly never work again. And if he didn't waste all his money, could probably retire at the age of 18 on a football. So there is Arch Manning. We're living in a new world, people. Uh, anybody else you got come to mind? Mason?
0: Mr. Durham, I'm going to go. I'm going to walk yes. in my pick with uh, Bronny James.
1: Bronny James is number one, freshman at USC, uh, obviously son of LeBron James. Uh, his valuation is currently at $6.1 million. Has not played <laughs> one second of college basketball. In fact, had a pretty bad health scare and maybe won't even play all season. I don't know that. I'm just throwing that out there. But, well, he was speculation.
2: Out. He was projected to just be like a sixth guy off the bench anyway. Like he wasn't. The USC's pretty low at guard, yeah.
0: I see but a trend here with the
1: names. 20.
0: You're making money off of your name.
1: Well, that is true. That is. So far. And Iota stand for name, image, and likeness. So there you
0: oh, go. That, is that what that stands for? Dang. All
1: right. Yeah. Did you not know that? No, I'm just kidding. All right, Tens.
2: <laughs> what you got? Oh. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go Shadur Sanders. He
1: is number two on the list, in fact. Wow. At $4.1 million. You wonder how many coaches they're out earning, like what percentage of NCAA coaches that they're out earning. Probably almost all of them. $4 million for one year? I mean, not all of them for basketball. Right. But yeah. A lot of them. There's not a whole lot of coaches making $4 million a year.
2: Yeah, probably not. It's a pretty hefty salary. Maybe just okay. a big name, guys.
0: All right, Zachary, I'm going to throw out Livy Dunn.
1: why wow, you're doing well. That's number three. What? Number $3.2 <laughs> million. Dollars. Huh. How am I
2: getting these? It's like someone Mason cheated did, on the test.
1: <laughs> Mason did stuff across this list at some point. Um, But some of the obvious ones are kind of thrown out there now. Livy Dunn, obviously, of TikTok fame. Uh. LSU gymnast who has become very, very popular online uh, for some TikTok stuff and things like that. But $3.2 million valuation is kind of insane. So there you go. Uh, all right. This is where it gets kind of fun. Tins? Yep. Anybody else you got um, on your mind? Um, I'm going to go. There's a couple you can get on this list for sure.
2: I want to but I want pull a random one, you know? Pull yeah, yeah, second. yeah. Some crazy, like I don't know, Travis Hunter.
1: Travis mm-hmm. Hunter is number six oh. on the list. That's true. One point oh. eight million dollars. Um, obviously playing both directions and uh, for the Colorado, who is popping off right now. Uh, two Colorado guys in the top six. Kind of wild.
2: Kind of maybe explains what's going on over there. Uh, got, they got some good players.
1: I will say, sending game day to there, I don't understand. I think it was just a really weird week in college football where there's not a lot of big games. Florida yeah. State is not very good. No. And I think it's a rivalry, but they're like 20 point favorites or something right now. So I don't know if it'll be a very interesting game, but it's pretty cool, I guess. they're getting The head hey, coach made game. it interesting, but
0: we can dive Why? into that in a minute. Okay, into a State. State. Okay. Talking real. trash. That
1: was um, quite stupid. I'm going to go Bo Nix. Bo Nix is on the list as well. Uh, number 10? Oh, we'll we'll right. kind of let's rapid fire through these last couple because they're okay. getting down there. 10s, anybody else on their mind?
2: Uh, Will Shipley. Will Shipley. Running back for Clemson?
1: No. His nope. stock is dropping hard with Clemson's <laughs> chances of being even mediocre this year. Mm. Just kidding. He's not really on the list, though. Sorry. I'm gonna go Jalen
0: Jalen
1: Not on the list either.
0: Wow, Alabama quarterback ain't getting paid. Okay, let me let me just
1: run through. Let me run through the rest because we're going a little long here. Uh, Number five is Caleb Williams. Makes sense. Mm. Heisman winner. (laughs) Uh, Seven is Evan Stewart of Texas A&M, which is kind of weird. He's a sophomore. I have not really heard of him too much. Angel Mm -hmm. Reese, LSU basketball player, been in the news. Uh, Kind of a controversial uh, person there. Drake May, number nine. And then Marvin Harrison Jr., number 11. Bryce James, number 13. Wild stuff. Not even in college. He's in high
2: school. Yeah, he's in high school.
1: $1.2 million valuation is high schooler. So shout out to Bryce James. (laughs) It's just potential to me. <laughs> shout out, <laughs> shout out to that guy. He's done nothing. And even not even in college. Uh, all right. So there's that
2: fun facts for you, everybody. Fun facts. Indeed. I love it. All right. Well, I think now we can go diving into like a weekend recap of yeah, what yeah, happened yeah. last weekend in college and uh, the NFL. I think we should probably start college. Like Zach was saying, there's there's not a lot of big games this weekend. I don't think there was a lot of big games last weekend either. No. Um, the biggest takeaway I got from college football last weekend is that the Pac-12 might be for real because they have eight teams in the top 25.
1: Yep. You never know what you got till it's gone. These yeah, teams are like, too- let's pull it together one more year for the Pac-12. <laughs> too bad no one can watch any of the games because it's on Apple TV.
2: Yeah, oh,
1: it's, it's so bad. It's so most,
2: bad. Most ridiculous streaming service to go out of your way to purchase just, just to watch. No the Pac-12. practice.
1: No one is doing it. It's sad. But Truly shout out to those sad. guys. I don't know how long this is gonna last, but you know
2: that. I mean, honestly, yeah. they they have like. The best group of quarterbacks probably in the country right now. Like if you look at it, they've got Shedeur Sanders shooting up uh, the Heisman race. Caleb Williams, obviously. Bo Nix is Bo Nicks, playing yeah. very well, and then uh, Michael Penix for Washington. I mean, there's, there's a good chance a
1: Heisman winner comes out of the Pac-12. I would say pretty pretty wonder, good
2: chance. I wonder what the preseason odds on that were. I wonder if they're still. Available too. I might have to well, go in for that. Out of the Pac 12? Yeah. Is that even a thing I, you could bet on? That's interesting. Yeah, they know. do by conference. They do mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Might be worth looking looking into here in a little while.
0: So I did. Speaking of Pac 12, Colorado did beat Nebraska, which I said all the publics in Colorado. So if you are smart, once again, my betting woes were strong last weekend. I had. <laughs> I'll point it out. Listen, I'm not the one to, to just pretend like I'm innocent and I didn't mess up. But I said take the spread. Nebraska to keep it close. They did not, 36 to 14. However, I will double down and say that it's all butterflies and sunshines and rainbows until they get to Oregon on uh, the 23rd, USC and then it kind of dies down a y- little bit. UCLA, Oregon State. They're losing all those games. Come at me. You know how he's picking fights with reporters. Well, you know what? I'm a reporter. So come at me right now. I'm going after you. You're come overrated. You won a couple, you won two big games. Whoopee freaking do, okay? Whoop-de-do. I want to see I want to see you beat Oregon <laughs> at Oregon by the way. USC, USC coming into town. Whooping your butts. It's gonna, there's a storm brewing. This is the calm before the storm. There, I said it.
1: No. Also, I think there's this really like funny, this weird, funny narrative about like, there's so much like recency bias, and everyone's like, guys, Colorado is the, the, so tough of a stadium to play in, and it's such a great venue. And like, I've never heard of Colorado Stadium once ever. <laughs> Until this year, all of a sudden, it's like a college mecca in like a powerhouse. And I'm like, that stadium is not very big, and it's full, I guess, because it's like super hyped up right now. But I'm not even sure that those – it's just – I don't know. It's all the hype right now. Of, is there – And people are going to games because it's cool and it's trendy, but it's like, do they even that – is, is that a football place? I don't know. Is Colorado even traditionally like – like football? I
0: don't know. You know, if they have so much money and they're doing so great and we got prime time on the sidelines, why don't they have a scoreboard that's <laughs> bigger than uh, Michael Scott's Plasma TV? Because <laughs> I, yeah. I, I sent this meme to Zach. It was like a meme talking about you know their scoreboard. It literally is like the tiniest scoreboard I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Well, Vanderbilt doesn't have a scoreboard, so I guess that's they're true. up on Vanderbilt, but...
1: I I mean, I I will say, uh, and I like, like, if you like what he's doing there and Deion Sanders is doing there or not, like you have to admit it's impressive to go from a one win team. Now you're seeing it two and zero. You got all the hype in the world. You're right for Colorado's program in athletic director to say we're going to pay you this like thirty million dollar contract. That was the I saw that, and then his quote was like, "We don't even have that money. Like that money does not exist in this in this program." Get it. But we're gonna get it. Yeah. And look, he's they've already probably made that much in just like you're right. Just revenue and, and like all of the hype and it caused game day coming to campus. Like they've probably already generated a lot of that back. Uh one of the wildest like bets in history of them saying, you know what, we just believe like if Deion Sanders come in and they're 0 and two right now and then all of a sudden that's a it's a wash and they lost all that money, but they look like a bunch of geniuses out there right now. See, I may not
0: know this. This is a serious question. Did he create this much hype when he was at Jackson State University? This is a real like, yeah. yeah so
2: he got him on TV, got people talking about it. I mean, he was he was expected to go take a Power Five job and then decided to go to Jackson State instead. So I mean, it was, it was pretty big in the media.
1: Well, here's the thing, and, I, and it's, I'm going to stand by this. What did he do when he left Jackson State? He absolutely just bankrupted that program. Took every decent athlete with him. They are All terrible coaches. now. Yeah. Do you do we really think he's not going to do the same thing at Colorado about a year from now, whenever there may be a nine win t- team next year?
2: I think Do we not I think, think the, he's going to
1: go somewhere else that's better than Colorado?
2: I think his next stop's
0: NFL. Oh, you, you don't think? think it's SEC? I thought it'd be college again. No, he loves it. He loves the college atmosphere. He can't Here's really what I kind of want. I told someone else this.
1: I think it would be it would be very cool if he went to Miami and he brought back that program. I think that would be kind of oh, wild. It would be would good be for college football. I've talked about
2: this too at work because yeah, I know Mason T.J. Hawkinson, yes sir. Um, but uh, we we talk about this at UPS a lot where Dion like has, is like refusing to go to Florida state. That's where everybody right. wants him. They want him to come back, but he felt disrespected. And I think that would be the ultimate like revenge. Just awesome. go to Miami or Florida.
1: Mm, not Florida.
2: Well, I'm just going to like, I think if he goes to a sec school, it's Florida because a, he, he likes the South and Billy Napier. It's, it might be over. He's bad. Him. Yeah, he's bad. He's like a Butch Jones character.
1: I, I don't. I have no evidence of Miami links or any. I have nothing, but I just think that's a cool program with a lot of history that has been bad for a long time. Uh, I, I heard, heard you had
0: sources. I heard you had sources, Zach. Yeah, I, I have heard sources that... on the
1: inside of the Miami program that say they're reaching out already. So, <laughs> that's impressive.
0: Well, you know who didn't win last week. That would be Alabama. Yeah, they didn't. That's true.
1: It was tough. So Nick Saban I mean, they washed.
0: Were, they were a seven and a half point favorite. Yeah, I sent that in the group text. I didn't get any reactions like I wanted. I'm mad. <laughs>
2: I, I was washed up. I think it's it's I'm not prepared to say that yet. That in the world of NIL, where every college now seems to have more of a level playing field, it seems like everyone's caught up to Alabama now all of a sudden. Would you look at that? When once That's everyone up. could get once everyone was allowed to get paid, uh it seems like it's true everyone's caught up to Alabama and Clemson. I wonder what was going on. I think we, guys.
1: we do see a pretty big um, I don't know. I think this this game has shown how much Bryce Young did for Alabama and how many like sins he covered up with just pretty yeah. incredible quarterback play for the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, I think it also is interesting that some of these some of these giant uh, head coaches from the last decade or so, like Dabo and Nick Saban, see- are seemingly on a little bit of a downward trajectory in this new NIL age, struggling to keep up with some of the the recruit. I mean. Saying, that's crazy to say that because Alabama was, still had an excellent recruiting class. Uh, I think Clemson's was like 15, so they were down a little bit. But um, it is something to be said about a new era in that and then seeing some of these older coaches start to struggle a little bit in some games where you said them being dominant. In Good point. I don't know. You. That's my whole take. Uh, that's all I got. That's a great take. Well, that's Thanks
2: why you're time. the college expert. So-
0: is that the um? Is that ramping up college football? We got some NFL. Yeah. Or we so that
2: that was that's all I really had for college football. I think uh, when we pretty get to our best, yeah, pretty quiet weekend, and then really we could. I, I kind of want to talk about UT, and it looks from the yeah. notes where we pick our favorite matchups of the weekend. We're all just leaning one way because it's a very weak college slate. So I think it we'll is. get some UT talk here in a minute. But let's let's wrap up. Um, the recap of the weekend by hitting some NFL topics real quick. I know that Aaron Rodgers is the biggest; it's the number one story of the NFL week last week. But I just want to pipe up about one thing: if any other quarterback played like Josh Allen played last Monday, it's tough. We would be we would be dragging him through the streets if that was Dak Prescott or Kirk Cousins or any other quarterback. And so I would just like to remind, and this is where I need this this TikTok's about to blow up and go viral. I need everyone to remember what I said about Josh Allen.
1: oh here we go he
2: sucks. He's terrible. And him without uh Brian Dayball is not good. So I got a
0: question for you, Tens. Since 2018, who has led the league in turnovers?
2: Oh, that would be, I don't know, the mm. Wyoming wild man, mm. Josh Allen.
0: Correct. And how many did he have?
2: How many? Uh, I don't know. Let's go with like 40.
0: 84, Tens and <laughs> Zach. 84 turnovers since 2018. That's
2: crazy. That's what I'm saying, dude. So, like, when, when everyone makes these stupid quarterbacks lists and they automatically put Josh Allen as number two, get out of my face. Because he is just a turnover machine. Get out of his face.
0: Get out of his face. I'm looking something up.
2: So, I mean, that's – I don't know. I just – I know me and Mason were both kind of down on, like, we were not picking the Jets to win that division anyway. I hate to see it come, like, to the conclusion it's probably going to happen now because that happened to Aaron Rodgers. I would rather, like, have seen him play all year to be right that way. But, you know, Mason's pick of the Dolphins – it's got some I legs. If Tua, if Tua stays healthy, because this this Bills team is regressing every year now, it seems like.
0: Uh, I saw this post where this guy got his. It was a best man present for him getting married, and it was a hundred dollars on the Miami Dolphins to win the division at like plus almost four hundred. And now I think it's wow. minus money. Now I think it's literally like the on-set favorite. Like my, so I thought that was pretty funny, though. I feel like uh, if I would have been into betting while all my friends were getting married, I would have done something like that. But it wouldn't have been $100. It would have been like 20 Because
2: <laughs> I would have gladly yeah. taken a ticket like that.
0: And Jacksonville Jaguars won in the Super Bowl. It would have been a... It would have been a, a ticket be worth zero dollars and zero cents. Yeah, back when I
2: got married, yeah. No, that would have been a bad ticket. I think It would have I, been
0: plus uh, a million because they were the worst team in the... Or okay, if it was in a year ever.
2: <laughs> 2000. <laughs> yeah, no, it would have been bad. I think that was a Blaine Gabbert year. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out, my guy, Blaine
0: Gabbert. You um, know who doesn't get grilled like this? Nathan Peterman. If he would have been the Bills, <laughs> I just wanted to bring that up because he he turned the ball over a lot. But Josh Allen, he turns it over, and we don't say a thing. You're right, Tins. But Nathan Peterman turns the ball over, and he's not even in the league anymore. So you know who you else go.
1: turns the ball over a lot? Who? Ryan Tannehill. Y'all's,
2: y'all's boy. Yeah. Three <laughs> it interceptions. Tough. It was
1: not pretty. He was visibly very upset, and kinda- I was also pretty upset
0: we're kind of off the rails a little bit uh on following our document here but i just want to go ahead and say that during ryan Tannehill's uh press coverage whatever where he's getting interviewed after the game he refused to answer questions about the last game and he said on to san diego uh does it does san diego have an nfl team anymore tens or Zach? Not- so uh, he threw three interceptions, <laughs> lost the game, and then he said on to San Diego several times until some until a reporter had to correct him. So that's our
1: quarterback. <laughs> do the Titans have the worst QB room in the league? There's yeah, a
0: they do. They sure do. I respect Tannehill because he doesn't put mayonnaise in his coffee, though. So we still got that.
2: That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> if If that's what you have to like – to stand on for your quarterback, you, you got a lot of bad well, stuff going on. <laughs> yes, we do have a bad quarterback. The Will pick.
1: Levis draft pick maybe is just like one of the worst draft picks
2: in history. I think I think wow. my favorite part wow. of the draft was was watching Will Levis slide, and then the, the Titans are up to pick, so and the sad. look on Mason's face, he's like, I knew oh my gosh, we're going to take him. But they don't. Yeah. They take Peter Skronsky, but then – as Will Levis slides throughout the first round, <laughs> the fear on Mason's face comes back, and he's like, oh, no. The I'm same still- dread on Will Levis' face. <laughs> it was on Mason's face. He's still going to end up with him, and you did.
1: I know. Taking like Willis week. and Will Levis in back-to-back drafts is just yep. insane behavior. Oh, don't instead remind of,
2: me. Instead of waiting to just invest in this year's quarterback class, which looks to be like a very good loaded class, but hey. Yep. I hate it for you guys. I really do. Sucks.
1: Well, we could have paid a lot of money for Aaron Rodgers to get four plays out of him. So we didn't do that. You're right. Do that.
2: (laughs) Uh, That's tough. That's tough. Hey, um,
0: by the way, who guessed that that would happen? Not the exact injury, but was said bad offensive line and a forty-year-old quarterback. What could possibly go wrong? I don't know. Maybe the next
2: guy up podcast sure said something about it. Over yeah, a month yeah. ago, over yeah. a month ago, we talked we about so. this.
0: We did go back to episode like three or something. I don't know the exact episode. Go We're listen lo- to three. We're uh, literally streaming
2: it from the from the mountaintops. This was True. dumb,
0: man. Yep. And here we are. So, all
2: right. Well, I think that does it for the recaps of last weekend. I think we dove into that. I think we covered it all. So we're going to look ahead to this upcoming weekend. The thing we're going to do is we're each going to pick our favorite game we're most looking forward to in the NFL. And I kind of alluded to it earlier. We would normally all pick something different for college, but we are all looking at the college slate, and it is rough. And so we're all just going to – Look forward to the game that we would probably all be looking forward to the most anyway, and that is UT versus Florida in the Swamp. Yeah. UT is a six and a half point favorite,
1: which has gone Guys, down. It started eight and it, a half.
2: It started eight and a half. Is uh, if you took it after Utah, it was ten. Oh so my. It, we have seen the line crash. I still feel. I don't know. I know Zach, you're the you're the president of the the Bazooka Joe campaign here, and I can't. I'm not trying to talk you off of it, but I'm just I have that feeling in my gut that this is not going to go well. Listen,
1: guys, listen, listen. I um I am the president of the Joe Milton fan club. Uh, I have I've sworn at the beginning of the year that I will not talk trash about Joe Milton. I will not call for him to sit the bench. Under any circumstances, and I will stand on this hill. Joe Milton is the guy. He did not look like it necessarily against Austin Pete. but I believe in Joe. I think he's going to come out. He's going to have a great week. I think a lot of the blame is to be put on wide receivers who did not play well either. I think they are better than what they played. I think Bruce McCoy is better than he did. I think Romel Keaton is better than he played. I think uh, we just had a tough, weird week. It rained a lot. It was a weather delay. Uh, It was against a bad team. Uh, I mean, home opener with some nerves. I think it was a great game to get out of the way. Going down to the swamp, I think we're going to be ready to roll. That's my take. Call me a homer because I am. It's it's fine. But here we are. I'm all in. He's even rocking the Tennessee hat as we speak. Yeah, this is my vintage... uh, 1997 Tennessee SEC champions hat and uh, you know maybe this is the year. I uh, there was some things last year we struggled against we struggled against in that game against Pittsburgh. Uh, It was not pretty, but we pushed through it and we ended up learning a lot from that game, growing, and then we ended up having a great season. Who's to say? So you're you're saying Austin P was that game? (laughs) It wasn't a game where we were really challenged, but it was a game where I think we understood that we had things to work on. We understood there were things that we needed to do better. And, you know, I'm just going to believe it. So talking about this matchup, Florida's offense is not very good. And while Tennessee's offense has not looked great early, their defense has looked very good. Secondary looks much improved. And defensive line honestly looks like some world beaters out there. And I, I could really see like four or five sacks get stacked up against that Florida offense. Uh, I think uh, Florida does not score very much. Maybe our offense does not click like it did last year, but I think they score plenty enough to win. I really I really do think that if we play like we should and our defense steps up, I think we win. You remember last year against a really bad Florida team that ended up losing some really bad games down the stretch. Tennessee barely squeaked that one out, and it was pretty close too. I'm just saying, last year's team didn't start super fast either. They took some time to get warmed up and to get rolling. So,
0: when it was uh, at eight and a half, I was like, this is going to be way closer than eight and a half points. Yeah. I don't, it's a close game. It's going to be.
2: I'd love to see the offense start to click here in this game. I think our defense is playing a lot better than yep. the team we had last year for sure, for sure. which for sure. is surprising. It's not something we, I think, going into the season, we were all like looking at and be like, well, we can count on our defense to kind of keep us in games. And so yeah. I agree. I don't think this Florida team is very talented. Uh, I don't think highly of their coach. I don't think he's going to make it much longer. So Hypo should be able to coach circles around him. Yeah. Um, but that being said, we'll just – I don't know. I, I, I like six and a half. I'm glad I didn't take it after the Utah game because it was 10 then. Yeah. Um, I, I think a touchdown feels about right. Yeah, but still, just a little nervous. I also
1: like six and a half. I think that's I think that's a favorable line. I do.
2: All right, all right. So that is college, Mason. Why don't or? Sorry, I I went off script there. I'm going to knock out my NFL matchup. I'm looking forward to the most because it's going to be short and simple. Hmm. Uh, Who's going to be? it's also one of my best bets this weekend. Uh it's it's the Jags, guys. And it's a playoff rematch, divisional round. Patrick Mahomes coming off of a loss. He's got Kelsey back. He has Chris Jones coming back to that defense. And I don't care. I do not care.
0: You were hoping he would have held that one more week.
2: Yeah, that would have been nice. Our interior offensive line's a little banged up right now. Um, but my guys are on the field and I'm rolling with them. And so I am super excited to be watching this game. I wish I was going down there to suffer in the 110 degree weather, but that's okay. I'll enjoy it from the comfort of my couch. And if things get a little hairy, I'll bust out some chunky monkey ice cream to turn the tide. The secret weapon. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes don't know about that
0: one. No, he does not. <laughs> All right, well, I'm also going to keep mine short and sweet to the point because we still got quite a bit to talk about. My game of the week is going to be the Ravens at the Bengals. Is it Bengal or Bingle? And Ravens do not have J.K. Dobbins. Uh, I want to see how they do. And Lamar Jackson is kind of meh. So the Bengals also had a horrible week. Uh, they did not look good. I believe Joe Burrow only had like 86 yards passing. A lot of was that just weather? Are they a bad team now? They lost against the Browns, so I feel like I want a little more confirmation on what I saw from Week One into Week Two and the division rival. So, looking forward to that. But that is my pick.
2: I feel like that game is going to get brought back up a little bit later as well. But definitely hmm, looking forward. To that game too, seeing a bounce back from Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Foreshadowing, also <laughs> real
0: quick, I do want to say usually week one we have double header on Monday night. I just want to remind everybody, I don't know why they did the schedule like this. Maybe tens knows, but they're doing the double header oh, wow. this Monday night: uh, Saints at the Panthers, Browns at the Steelers. So just keep that in mind.
2: Yeah, the only thing I could think of is it was it was nine eleven. Um, they were doing that like the remembering that New York Jets game. So maybe that was why they had a standalone Monday night game. I'd imagine that's, that's the reason, but I I hadn't read that anywhere or anything like that. Uh, That could be a good point there for sure. And now I'm going to transition into best
0: bets. So I found a little trend thing going on. I like to just keep up with bets. Um, If you, I'm going to just go ahead and say this at the very beginning. I do not know the players of Oregon State or I do not know San Diego State's players or their coaches. I'm just telling you a trend and I'm riding that trend. And that is Oregon State betting trend. They have covered nine straight games and 13 straight home games. They're 24 and a half point favorites against San Diego. Uh, I take that back. I do actually know uh, a little bit about their uh players uh the player i can't pronounce his name yulunglele DJU
2: just dj that's what i call him
0: okay well he so far has thrown five touchdowns for the season um they have averaged a total of 461 yards um or they've had a total of 464 yards and they've allowed 227 san diego has given up a lot of yards they've just had yeah. some really bad games so Let's see. I'm curious to see what will happen, but
2: no, I like that. I like that Oregon State having one more kind of tune-up game before they dive into uh, Pac-12 play. So I definitely like that pick. I'm I'm high up on Oregon State. It was going to be one of my future Friday picks, um, but instead I gave out Texas Tech. It was kind of a coin flip between the two, and uh, wish I would have went the other way because Texas Tech can go fall off a cliff. Um, So fall off a cliff. Uh, Real quick, Oregon
0: State against UC Davis, fifty-five to seven. The game before that, San Jose State University, forty-two to seventeen. So they've had some blowout wins this this season so far. Where San Diego State just lost to UCLA last week, thirty-five to ten. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I I feel pretty confident with it. The cover machine. So give it to me.
2: All right. Well, I alluded to it a minute ago, and here we are. We're right back. My best bet of the weekend, and get it while you can. Um, this line has been volatile all week. There's been a lot of money coming in on both sides. I am on Jaguars plus three and a half. Mm. Um, I should have written this stat down, but I was listening to a podcast earlier talking about the the miracles of Patrick Mahomes and how great of a quarterback he is. How terrible his teams are against spreads that are over three points. A lot of these Patrick Holmes games do come down the field goals where he leads his team down the field and kicks field goal and beats you by one point. Um I'm hoping that's not what's going to happen this weekend, but I will take the points at home with an offense that played, had some boneheaded mistakes from our rookie Tank Bigsby, had a silly fumble. On a play that he thought was dead, that turned into a defensive touchdown. With if that didn't happen, we're we win by three scores.
0: You saw that live, by the way.
2: I did see that live. I, it was very confusing. Uh, you, yeah. Me and all the Colts fans around us were very confused. It was a very rough refing crew too. They they are having a long night, um, long day with placements and stuff like that. But um, I'm just I'm on Jaguars three and a half. I think we're gonna have. A sold-out crowd, big energy in the bank. Trevor is looking to, you know, insert himself into this top-tier quarterback list and show what he has. Calvin Ridley looks like he hasn't missed two years after his first game. I mean, he was, he was looking great. And so I'm going to ride with plus three and a half.
1: All right. Well, speaking of some trends, I have another trend for everybody in, in the classroom today. Um, number of, number of years, uh, since the Vols last one in the swamp, you know, the number I'd love to, it's 20, 20 years since 2003. (laughs) Wow. That was the, that was the Vols last win in the swamp. Um, and so I say all streaks are meant to be broken. This is the year it gets it gets done. I was in the swamp in in 2015. Uh, one of the most heartbreaking moments of my life, truly. Uh, whenever we missed the game winning field goal at the end, we were up the entire game. Uh, we had a 13 point lead in the fourth quarter, all just to see it washed away at the end to lose by a single point, because Butch Jones is a moron, and so. You were
0: heckled out of the stadium as well. That stadium was
1: silent for three and a half quarters. And then all of a sudden they, they started feeling good at the very end. Uh, Terrible experience, truly horrible experience that only just enhanced my uh, Florida Gator hatred. And so here I am in 2023 saying 20 years is as far as the street goes. It's done. It's done though. We are flipping the script. So with that being said, My best bet of the week, I I said it earlier a little bit, I broke it down. I think Florida's uh, offense is bad. I think Tennessee's defense is better than most people are giving them credit for. And so I'm taking under 24 and a half points scored by the Florida offense. under Or just by Florida as a whole, I guess. They can have defensive points. But uh, I'm taking under 24 and a half. That's my best bet.
0: Love your best bet, Zach. You, you. All right, I'm going to do hop on a prop. It's time for hop on the prop. Hop on the prop. <laughs>
1: all
0: right, real quick. Nobody nobody joined me, but Mashed that's jingle, fine. That was great. Thank you. Uh My hop on a prop is, it's simple as it can be. Tyreek Hill, Keenan Allen, and Amara St. Brown, all to have at least 50 yards at minus 125. Got a couple reasons for you. All clear-cut number one wide receivers. St. Brown led the team in targets with nine and finished the game with 71 yards. Tyreek Hill led his team with 15 targets and 215 yards. Yep, that's right. You heard me correctly, 215 yards. And Keenan Allen led his team with nine targets and had 76 yards so they all cleared that last week they all led their team in targets so simple as can be right unless you know the betting gods just want to you know screw it up again i'm gonna give it i'm gonna all those three players i'll say it one more time tyreek hill keenan allen Ama, Ross, St. Brown, all that have 50 yards. You can go to the alternate lines and parlay them all together, minus 125. That's my hop on a prop.
2: I like that. I like that one a lot. I'm definitely gonna be jumping on that one with you. Um for my hop on a prop this weekend. I went back and forth. I was going to take Chargers team total over 23 and a half. Austin Eckler uh looks like he's not going to be able to play this weekend. And I really think that's going to put a damper on their offense. And as much as I don't want to give any credit to the Titans, if the Chargers are just going to drop back and pass every play since Eckler's out, uh, they might have a tough day against the Titans defensive line, which is very good. Um, so I shifted, and I'm going to be rolling with my guy, Joe Burrow, over 266 and a half yards passing um i i'm looking for him to have a nice bounce back game after a very poor performance up in cleveland last week and some very concerning like ravens injuries once again have popped up not even just on the offensive side which they are missing two starting left or two starting offensive linemen on top of the starting running back jk dobbins but uh their best cover corner uh marlon humphreys is going to be out for this game and their starting safety Williams is going to be out. So that's two starters in the secondary on a team that loves to blitz and play just, you know, man to man coverage. You're going to have a lot of guys playing in the coverage that are uh, not very experienced against the Joe Burrow team that's going to look to get this offense rolling into the season. You know, they knocked off the rest last week in a bad weather game. They didn't play together in the preseason. So I think you're going to see them kind of have an explosion of offense and they. Joe Burrow has, has really played well against the Ravens his whole career. Um, he's, he's not really had much success against the Browns for some reason, but with the Ravens, he seems to always do well. Love that pick. Love it. Love it. It was a minus a 115. Minus Great 115 pick. on that.
0: Awesome. So, once again, we have our famous yep. and patent-pending, trademarked, Next guy up, parlay.
1: Money back guaranteed. This is each one
0: hit. is this is going to hit. I'm I'm feeling it. Feel All right. each person each person give their leg, and then we'll give the total at the very end. Zach, you're up first.
1: All right, my leg is um, no shock to anyone in the entire world. Uh, I'm taking Tennessee minus six and a half against the Gators' biggest college game of the week. I think Tennessee Tennessee covers that easily. Uh, that's an easy hit, minus 110. I'm going
0: to get a shirt made called Tennis Lee Hits Easily. <laughs> hit it. Hit it. That's, that is what Zach just said. Let's get some merch Lee made Hits with Hits that. Come on. Tennis Lee. Oh, okay. uh, all right, I'm up next. I'm going to go ahead. I went with an alternate line for this one, and it's juiced big time, but that's fine because I'm after what happened last box. week, it's, it's a juice box. And I'm ready. I'm here for it because I'm We need a win. Able, we need to I can't win. hit a broad side of a barn right now. Also, Zach, do some yep. research and figure out where broadside of a barn came up with. But okay. Cowboys minus three against the Jets. It's at Dallas. Love it. Uh they just lost Aaron Rodgers. We already talked about Zach Wilson's in there. Cowboys just came off a blowout uh, win against the Giants. They're looking pretty good. So I think at least I think it's like nine and a half. I Teased it down yeah. to minus three, so fill goal. I feel pretty confident about that.
2: All right. Yeah, Thomas. I like that too. Especially after the Cowboys' defense kind of showed, like they might be one of the top tier defenses in the league this year, and you are just asking for it. if Zach Wilson's back there, that's a defensive <laughs> touchdown waiting to happen. Tough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. All right, so my leg of the parlay, I went with Bengals money line. It's minus one eighty five. Uh, I just don't see where the Ravens are going to be able to keep up with the Bengals this week, and I just don't see the Bengals losing two games in a row, especially in division. That's that's not where, how they want to start the season. So I'm going to roll with the Bengals minus 185. Mason, you cook these three up together, and what kind of odds are we looking at this week? That's a winner. Um, we are looking at.
0: Uh, dang it! I lost it. Hold I on. Got it. <laughs> We oh, are no. looking at. You sent it in the text. Give me a minute, everybody. Somebody oh, no. buffer.
2: Um, <laughs> this is great podcasting. <laughs> this is what you li- I mean, if you're listening to this oh, right plus now, plus two seventy nine, two seventy nine. So ten bucks, and you're yep. looking at thirty whatever. You're rich. Math twenty seven dollars and ninety cents. Profit.
0: Yep. That's uh, I don't know math very well, but I know betting math. Uh, since this money. has kind of fallen off the rails at the very end, weapon. Uh, this came from the early 19th century. Broadside of a barn. Uh, basically, as a new recruit, it was likely that you would be inaccurate with your weapon, so the instructor would say you couldn't hit the broadside of a barn.
1: Wow! Wow! When they were, were right, up, because you were looking that up last minute, Mason
0: yeah that's what happened i was not <laughs> expecting that question and i was looking up something more important which was where did broadside of a barn come from so here yeah, we you are
1: learn, you learn something every day you listen to the next God podcast we, uh, we can't true. do that
0: we're all about the information and the facts that's what we are
2: <laughs> well i think i think that's gonna do it for us today i don't know i don't know who's closing this i'll just close it but uh Wrap it uh, up. We are going to wrap her up today. Thank you for listening to our weekend preview. Make sure you are following us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, slash X. Come, Come argue with us. Come make fun of us if our picks lose. Um, yep. Like every, like, pick. subscribe, like every, almost every, well, not almost <laughs> every. Good Pretty chunk, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> almost. Don't worry, because guess what? We're not going to stop giving them out. We're back, baby. We're still I ain't never been scared. So I'll be giving out picks all weekend. I'll be making Mason give out some picks with me this weekend. Yeah. Um, Mason's a coward. So. Thank, Thank you, Zach. He's <laughs> scared. What a, good, what a Great teammate. Uh, he's, responsible. he's responsible. So, like I said, make sure you like, subscribe, follow us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. Check us out on YouTube so you can see all these dumb faces we're making. You can see me and Mason's cool studios. We got some cool pictures hanging up and our cool shirts, our next cap t-shirts. But that's going to be it for this week's episode. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Bye.